This is episode 41 for Tuesday, March 29th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering Stout 22A, double IPA. Bienvenidos a Bruce Styles. Welcome to Bruce Styles. My name is Eddie, and together with Chris, Travis, and Sawyer, we take on the role of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode Check out our photo gallery and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Bruce Styles. Welcome back, guys. What's up? Hey. Have you been? <laughs> Travis is mute today. Wanted to wish everyone a happy Easter. Oh. oh. <laughs> Here we go. That works like three different ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, everybody enjoyed that joke. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> There's two, and we haven't even gone through the introduction yet. <laughs> Not even close. You want to egg me on? Hot <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, sorry, I'm all ears. Continue. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, what's new? What have you guys done since last Well, time? Travis has now set a pun record for all the episodes. This is true. Yeah, it sounds like it. We're like, this episode sucks. <laughs> Hey, that's a new one. And we have some new drops, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be good. All right. Chris and I did something very exciting yesterday uh, that we would love to share. Oh, yeah. Tell see. us. Tell us. Are you pregnant? Oh, here we go again. Nine. What? No. Oh. We did our uh, tasting exam for the BJCP. Ooh, really? Yeah. How'd it go? Cool. How'd it go? It was interesting. Yeah. Did you pass? <laughs> We won't know for several months. Oh, I was going to really? say, yeah. I didn't get a, a one of those text messages in the yeah. middle of the night saying, hey, I passed. It's yeah. so anticlimactic. You know, this is yeah. what we've been working towards for the past, you know, what, 22 plus weeks. And then this is the big test. And now we've taken it. And then it was over. And we're like, oh, well, I guess we just go home now. Oh, yeah. We don't get our scores for like, yeah, he said three months is what, the average. Why does it take so long to get them back? Hand graded. Oh, yeah. They're oh. written tests, right? Yeah, and so they have to go through all of the sheets, and not not only all the people that took the test sheets, mm-hmm. but there's a judge calibration that happens. So while we're doing the tasting, there's three other judges that are already certified, you know, master level, right. national, you know, whatever. That are having the same beer. They're doing the exact same thing. They're filling out sheets so that the oh, judges right. that are grading it have something to compare it to. I see. That yeah. makes sense. So is it true? I heard that there's a wait list to take this test. Yes. How long is that wait list? Doesn't seem Months. like you guys waited long. Well, I mean, since, we had an inside track. Yeah, because ah. the guy that was doing our class, he's since he's grand level, grandmaster oh. level, he can schedule the exams. 
Nice. So he scheduled an exam for our class. Oh, cool. Wow. Uh, and then there was one other person in there that wasn't in the class that that uh, got a seat nice. in the exam, too. So it, it just kind of worked out. He scheduled the exam a long time ago to work out with the schedule of our class. Oh, okay. That's cool. So, yeah, I think he had to schedule it a year ago. Yeah. Just oh, for this one because there's they have a limited amount of tests that they want to be given, mm-hmm. period, since the... Uh, I mean, they don't want to inundate all these master-level judges across the nation with just score sheets to judge because they have lives, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they want to keep it down to a certain number of tests per year. And a certain number of seats per test. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so cool. the next one's not until July. Uh, oh, okay. So, uh, but I think right. that one's probably full already. I don't doubt it. Yeah. It was cool. It was difficult. Yeah. And I think we can 15 talk. 15 minutes of beer. We can talk about it. Yeah. Because it's not like it's a stock test. It's different for everybody. Yeah. It all depends on who's proctoring it. You know, mm-hmm. they provide the beers and oh, okay. um, they set up the order and, and all that. But it, it's it's a time test. We had um, 15 minutes per beer and there were six beers. But you don't actually ever know what beers you had. Well, they told after? us at the end. Oh, really? Um, <clears throat> were they commercial They walk examples? out and say, here's this, judge it as this style. Okay. And you don't have any guidelines in front of you. You have to do it all off the cuff. Okay. Um. They pour it from a pitcher, so you don't you don't get to see the bottle or anything. Um, and then they just kind of go through it that way. You've got 15 minutes. Once the timer goes off, they're bringing you the next beer, whether you're done with the first one or not. Okay. So um, then you got to tally up your scores and write your sheets. And After you knew what beers you had, how do you feel like you did? Uh, I think I was pretty close. There's, I nailed four out of six of mine. There were cool. one or two, yeah, that that I felt were kind of iffy, but I think I was pretty close. Okay, good, cool. So That's good. It was it was interesting to That's say cool. the least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, good luck with that, and hopefully I'll pass. Tanks, yeah, <laughs> seven. Lol. <laughs> if anyone else out there listening is planning on taking this test anytime soon, um, the only advice I can give is is just do some judging on your own because. Um, Experience is really kind of the only thing that I've felt that helps with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing your way around the sheet, knowing what kind of things to write, how to write it. Because uh, you can be an incredible smeller or taster of beers all day long, but if you can't dictate that on the page, then you are not uh, giving anyone a service. Yeah, it's all about the verbiage. Mm-hmm. It's all about the words you write down. Okay. The actual numerical score isn't worth a whole lot. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's... Did you fill out the sheet? So completely? you put like a five for, or a, no? I mean, yeah. you still get points for that. Like, oh, okay, how, but it's not the main. I, yeah. The way it was explained to us was, they take the um, the judges' uh, calibration sheets. They each do their individual sheet, and then they do a joint sheet. Oh, okay. the joint sheet number is the not necessarily an average. It's just what a they, consensus. What they agree on. Yeah, okay. and so if you're so many points within, like close to that number two on either side of it Mm. then you get no points taken off okay however many points outside that number you are you get points taken off so it's kind of like you're gonna not lose points or gain some bonus points if you are within the range on all of them right you know so it's it's i think they said 20 percent overall of the test is is the score the rest of it is filling out the sheet cool Okay. Neato. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah. You know, July, we might be excited when we get our results back. We'll have a party <laughs> if uh, they'll pass. 
a tasting yeah. party. Oh, that'd be cool. Check yeah. back with us around episode 50, 52. <laughs> <laughs> we may have something there. So. If oh. they sound upset and like they're crying, then you know what happened. Yeah, I want to go cry in my beer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're having uh, Tank 7 Farmhouse Ale. Uh, which I picked up in at a Costco in Austin. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought it was weird. I saw them there. Actually, my wife pointed them out, and uh, I went over there and grabbed a few, and brought them back. That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorites. It's good beer. Yeah, it's good beer. Good sales hall. Yeah. Um, but you know, thanks you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate your uh, your time and you know putting up with us. I know a sample can be kind of you know careful. Yeah, I, I like OCD sample better. Don't you think Chad? Then don't. You mean better than NPR sample? Yeah. OCD sample is definitely funnier than NPR sample. If you listened to last week's episode, episode 40, then thank you for coming back. Yeah. After putting <laughs> up with that uh, nonsense. Yeah, that was interesting. But, you know what? Every now and then we need to cut loose too. So that was that was our free space. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to our <clears throat> normal programming. Yeah. No more no more fun. We're laughing. <laughs> Actually, uh, we did hit a milestone. This morning, actually, I, I logged on our Twitter account uh, at Brew underscore Styles, mm-hmm. and we have a hundred followers. Wow! Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Hit the century mark. That's awesome. All right. I think we're up cool. to like sixty-one or sixty-two on Facebook. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we appreciate every single one of you. Yeah. So yeah, now just yeah. go on iTunes and uh, write a review. Yeah, comment <laughs> on that stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we're gonna move on to. Our style talk with Travis. Guidelines. Yeah, today we're doing a style that we've been looking forward to for quite a while, the double IPA. This is category 22A, and it is titled double IPA, uh, not necessarily imperial IPA. Um, at least that's not what it's titled. You can still use that term interchangeably, and I know Chris and I differ on, we disagree on this, See, but um, I've always felt <laughs> that you can say double IPA or imperial IPA or extra IPA, and all of these things are basically interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, I I was pretty confused when I went, I asked for a double IPA, and she said imperial is the same. Okay. I trust you. Wait. Don't yeah, trust so you. that's, that's going to be a question in a minute, I'm sure. Well, like Travis said, he and I differ on this, our okay. opinions. Yeah. yeah, I guess in, in a minute we'll probably discuss what exactly the difference is between a double IPA and an imperial. If there is, well, any. he's saying there is no difference. Okay, I, I say there's. Yeah, a that's difference. what I mean. Uh, yeah. See, okay. like to me, if you say double IPA, I think more hops. Well, let Travis get to the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting ahead of each other. Sorry, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, actually, let's, do you? Uh, he's, he's giving us those eyes. Let's like, skip right ahead to the comment section of this. Just hop right forward and. His, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I hear you. Uh. <laughs> You'll get that one later. No, it just wasn't funny. All right, go on, Travis. <laughs> I got that just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You sound really wheezy today, Sawyer. I'm getting over that stuff still. Oh. I'm still just a... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, your wheeze is a drop now. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, continuing on. All right, skipping ahead to the comments section. It says, a showcase for hops, yet remaining quite drinkable. The adjective double is arbitrary and simply implies a stronger version of an IPA. Imperial, extra, extreme, or any other variety of adjectives would be equally, uh, equally valid, although the modern American market seems to have now coalesced around the double term. So what, that, what I get from that is 
that at one time they did have separate <clears throat> meanings, but in today's market they're becoming less and less of a individual. Well, no, you just said they coalesced around that one term of double. Yes, but they said the other terms could be equally as effective if they use it. In all other styles, the term imperial has to do with alcohol content. Let's not let this situation get too hairy. Um, <laughs> nice try, Eddie. Keep your hands to yourself. I'm just saying, I, this is like <laughs> Travis mentioned, This is where, and we're not going to have an argument about it, but yeah. I think the point should be brought up. And honestly, and that's because, why I was confused about it, because yeah, whenever because when, I see when imperial, I, I'm like, yeah. alcohol. Like imperial so stout. What are going to be a higher alcohol? Okay, content. let me let me ask this: What are the alcohol constraints on the double IPA? Low end is seven point five. High end is ten. Okay. Uh, well, this I would just say seven point five and up. Okay. Well, this double <laughs> IPA that's sitting in front of me right now says six point two. Okay. Uh, the one in front of you actually is not classified as a double IPA. Okay. Never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I brought it as a, as a fun starter, but oh, it says okay. double IPA. <laughs> Oh no! It's a DPA. So anyway, I when I think double IPAs, the eggs. I think no. more hops, more IBUs. When I think imperial IPA, I think higher alcohol content. <clears throat> because yeah. when I think imperial stout, I think higher alcohol content, not more hops or more malts. Okay, it's half a dozen in one hand, six in the other. So you can't really. Is there such a thing as an imperial double IPA? Yeah. I, I don't know. Because then that would just settle the thing. That's like saying a stout, stout porter. <laughs> uh, or yeah. a stout porter? Just Well, porters were originally just porters, Lighter. and stouts were stout porters. That's right. What about so, porter stouts? No. Dang. So tell you what, uh, why, don't, <laughs> why don't you go on iTunes and write a review about your thoughts on yeah. the Imperial versus Double. That's or a leave a idea. comment on this episode. Yeah. yeah. Either way. So what is a double IPA? Let's get back to that. Yeah. The overall impression, we're looking at an intensely hoppy, fairly strong pale ale without the big, rich, complex maltiness and residual sweetness and body of an American barley wine. Strongly hopped, but clean, dry, and lacking harshness. And this was an interesting thought that I hadn't uh, come across before. Drinkability is an important characteristic. This should not be a heavy sipping beer. And that was something that surprised (laughs) me. You didn't play my drop. Yeah, because I can't for this episode now. Because <laughs> you took it out? No, it's because... not a sipping beer. Oh. Yeah. I guess I could... Uh... Oh, God. What could I do? That's I could good. say... This is a... Not a... Sipping beer. <laughs> quite work. Now you have a new drop. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this style is all about the hops. That is what's going to showcase. It's what's going to shine in both the aroma, the flavor... The appearance is uh, typically going to be pretty clear, unless it's dry hopped, and then it might be hazy. That's fine. I would but, assume uh, a double IPA would be dry hopped. Uh, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. But um, mm. yeah, that and the aroma and flavor is going to be affected based on what strain of hops they use. I mean, typically we're going to have American hops, so it'd be resiny, piney, citrusy. Um, if it's some of the newer ones, that it might be melon or uh, you know maybe some tropical fruit. But uh, that's what is most directly going to affect both the aroma and flavor here. Have you ever had a double English IPA? Not that I can think of. That would be an interesting experiment. Yeah, it would, actually. Hmm. Rabbit hole, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Or Frado's a big fan of the uh, English IPA. Mm, This is true. Yeah. I I do like me some 10.6. 
It's 10 and 6, according to Rabbit Hole, apparently. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you do want those hops, but the uh, the lingering bitterness should be clean and uh, not harsh. So even if you have a 10% double IPA, you don't want to taste the alcohol. A, a warming sensation would be acceptable, but yeah, if it gets hot or solventy, or you know, if you can taste the alcohol, then that would be considered a flaw in the style. So we should see a pretty wide range of, of flavors because I'm hoping that many of these are going to be used with different hops. Sure, we should get like the uh, the straightforward ones that have uh, the American Sea hops and and things like that. But um, I know ones that I brought because um, I I went to Chicago last week and so I brought back several ones and one of them had Falconer's Flight in it too. That's going to be exciting. Uh-huh. I've used it before. Oh yeah, so that was a good hop too. <clears throat> okay. mm-hmm. All right, well let's hop to our next segment, which well, hop, is hopping right along. Actually, I do want to mention this something. This episode sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to mention something. You were talking about um, hops being used in the double IPA, but also one of the important things whenever you're formulating a recipe is the malts that you use. And something that the, the BJCP says under the characteristic ingredients is an excessively complex grist can be distracting. Crystal type malts often muddy the hot flavors and are generally considered undesirable in significant quantities. Huh. So you're going to have a lot of two row, may- just like minorities. <laughs> wow, Eddie, what? Black fist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> you're going to have a lot of clean two row, maybe a little bit of crystal malts, but not a whole lot else, most likely. So it, I would assume it's different or the same uh, with IPAs and pale ales because I know when I, I look at pale ale recipes, they're all very, very simple because you, you basically just want to have something fermentable and then you're adding a bunch of hops to it after mm-hmm. that. So you want to keep the, the malts in the background to let the uh, hops come through. Anyway. I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah. you're, you're thinking, okay, well, double IPA is one of the more complex styles out there because you've got all this stuff going on and it's big and it's huge and so you think you want, okay, I want all these hops and I want all these malts but then whenever you think about it and, and what you just said that you want the hops to be the, yeah. the, the spotlight here, you don't want the, uh, the grist to get in the way. So just yeah. very simple grain base and then you can go crazy with the hops. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like... Uh, I don't remember what episode you guys talked about it, uh, but you know, base beer is, the base beer is always important, the most important part, I guess, when you're brewing a beer. No, you know that was someone well, else. Anyway, well, no, there's some truth to that. You know, depending on the style, it, it all depends on what it is you want to come through. Right. With porters and stouts, obviously, you want the the malt character, whether it's toasty, roasty, chocolate, coffee, whatever, to come through, mm-hmm. and you have to pick your. Um, roasted malts based on what flavors you want right because if you want if you (laughs) yes if you want a toffee flavor that's going to be different than a chocolate flavor different malt right or a different quantity of it so yeah the the grain bill is a very very large part in Mm -hmm. how the beer turns out as a whole yeah Mm -hmm. but moving on to history uh if you listen back to our ipa episode where we talk about history you know, the the whole point of IPA was these beers are on this 
trade route on a boat for a long time, and they were going bad. They were spoiling, so they just hopped the crap out of it because hops are a natural preservative, you know, and it's just that's how the style started. Of course, you know, Americans get a hold of it. They have to take it to the next level, and so that's where you get the American IPA. I would say that the double IPA is basically the next step up from that. At some point, um, everybody's like, oh, IPAs are cool. What's happening if we put even more hops in there? So we took a style, added more hops. Now we're taking that style and adding even more hops to it. So um, basically, the history behind this is uh, it's an American craft beer innovation first developed in the mid-late 1990s, so it's relatively young. Well, very young in the in the beer grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> All these German styles are back in the 1500s yeah. and before. Yeah. Right. So this has only been around for 20-ish years, maybe. Mm. So very, very young. Uh, so developed in the mid-1990s, reflecting the trend of American craft breweries, pushing the envelope to satisfy the need of hop aficionados for increasingly intense products. It became more mainstream and popular throughout the 2000s and inspired additional IPA creativity. So I think that's where we get our specialty IPA category with the the black IPA, the red IPA, the white IPA, the Belgian IPA, you know, um, the rye IPA. Mm -hmm. So it's just people love hops. Yeah. And they just, okay, what can we do different with it? Let's let's try this base beer. Let's try it with a stout. There's Mm -hmm. your black IPA. Uh, Let's try Belgian yeast. There's your Belgian IPA. Let's try, you know, a white. So there's that's basically a wheat that's that you hop the crap out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Irish red. Let's add more hops. There's your red IPA. So they're they're trying to see what other base styles they can do using all these hops. And so they're like, okay, well, what if we just take a regular IPA and just dump more hops in there? There you have. That's it. where the style comes yep. comes from. So you yeah. know, I've, I've read some articles recently that have been contradicting the story that we've always heard about the beer on the boat thing that um the india trade routes and stuff um and i can't think of it right now it was the <laughs> it was the most recent magazine that i read uh um, Zymergy? no i think it was brew your own the october i think the october edition i read it on the on the ride home from chicago that was talking about english ipas in particular and he was the guy was trying to debunk that that story that we've heard, and I feel like I heard that from somewhere else too. Maybe even the uh, BJCP guidelines for the IPA, um, but I can't I can't back that up now. So that's maybe something to to think about or uh, research mm-hmm. on your own. Yeah, yeah I have to if, look that up. If that was just a rumor, a story that we've been told, and so we just have all run with it, or if there is actual truth to that, I don't oh, know. It makes sense. Yeah, we the should do it. Behind it is sound. Yeah. I think. We'll probably run out of ideas here pretty soon. Have to do IPA uh, episode. We're not in styles yet. Yeah, yeah. we took it a long ways to go. But you know, I, I, I think all of us here like IPAs, and so revisiting yeah. IPA episode two, I don't think anybody have an issue with. It yeah. is definitely a very, very popular style. Yeah, you they can't should, open a brewery and not have an IPA in your tap list. They should come out with a hopped up version of Ghostface Killer. Oh, no, I enjoy Ghostface just how it is. <laughs> Plus, you probably wouldn't drink all of it anyway. You'd hand nope. it to me still. Yes, I would. <laughs> so why are you wanting that to come out? I would still want to try it. Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you can brew your own really hot beer. Mm. I don't know if you can get it as hot as Ghostface. I don't know. 
I'm going to try it. I know when I, <laughs> sure I start it, I know I am. I'm sure you are. He'd drink it and say... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. That's uh, a good, uh, some good history. Uh, so, I'm ready to drink some beer. How about you guys? Yep. Yeah. Anybody got anything else to add before we get to that? No, 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 Frado. No, <laughs> no. Well, then, no, I have nothing. Go home. Else. You're drunk. Left to add. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be... We do need one. <sighs> All right. We'll be right back. So we've got our uh, uh, my first growler actually uh, from Cool Keg, and it is the Victory. Uh, what is it? The Farm IPA. Well, <laughs> you don't know what you brought. It's right there. What did you buy? You, tag. you don't know what you brought. I, I remember. I forget. I've got a it was ranch hand. Ranch. Maybe? Victory ranch. ranch. Ranch IPA. I think. Ranch. Nine percent. Yeah, it's a nine percent, and the hops that it's got in it are mosaic and. Izaka? Is that what, what we... A-Z-A-C-C-A? Izaka? Izaka. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Interesting. Well, those are the hops we've got in it, and that's uh, something we'd like to mention Imperial. for all these beers, just because it's one of the important parts <laughs> of uh, them being doubles, uh, and the, you know, the, the hot potency yeah. and stuff. So anyway... Um, this one is labeled as an Imperial IPA. It is an Imperial IPA. We also have a double IPA from the same company. That's oh, going to be fun. So you're saying they brewed two different beers and called them two different things? Yes. Interesting. Possibly because they wanted to serve two different <laughs> beers and make different recipes. I don't know. Yeah. So so this is the Imperial? This is the Imperial. And it's yeah. 9%. 9%. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. We're What's the percentage die. on the double? Mm. It is... Maybe on the bottle? Loading, loading. 8.7%. 8.7. So there seems to be no real difference in alcohol percentage right. well, I guess for this company. Different. Yeah. yeah. Slight difference. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. this is Ranch Hand. It's, uh, that is Hop Ranch. Hop Ranch Imperial IPA from Victory Hop Brewing Ranch. Company. Right. It's very clear. Uh, very clear. Super clear. Um, and the really foamy head. yellow color. I did center pour because head. it's hard to pour out of a growler without chugging f- straight from it. So. <sighs> I definitely smell mosaic hops. It wow. Smells like grass to me at first. Yeah. It smells slightly of body odor. Rich. Body odor? I, I don't get body odor <laughs> Me either. That's that's the way I perceive mosaic. Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? That was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe a little. No, I'm not a huge fan of mosaic hops just because I I think they're musty and sweaty. <laughs> Community has a really good IPA with mosaic. No, hops. it's not that. Well, I think the same thing, but not in a negative way. Like I, I'm enjoying the mustiness. The like, like when you walk through a uh, a forest after it rains, and then you step on a log and it crumbles because it's you know, it's starting to rot, and then mm-hmm. you get like kind of that, that fresh moldy. wetness, you know, smell moldy, but not in a negative way. I think it's negative. <clears throat> To Easter, but that's I just think me. I don't are like you, yeah. cops. I are think you, it smells good. Are you a glass getting, half empty kind of guy? No. Okay. I just very like resiny, very drippy, like straight out, straight out of the tree. I still have an awesome head on Sandy. mine. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of head. It's pretty dang dry too. Uh, it's it's a little dry. It's a little not. I wouldn't say super dry. It's not like wet towel IPA, but it's yeah, it doesn't dry your tongue. Yeah, I'm, it's pretty dry though. It is pretty now, dry. 
Getting some grapefruit notes, some like fruitiness. Bitterness level. It's not super bitter. Um, hmm. Website didn't list their IBUs. Okay. I would it. say it's an underlying bitterness. Like it's 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 hidden under the mosaic hops. Yeah, like the flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would think. I'm, so then, I what would const- if if the like it's there but not really? What would constitute a double or imperial IPA? Well, in this sense, it would be alcohol, wouldn't it? No, it goes up to ten percent. I'm just saying. I I mean I don't. This isn't over the top hop wise. No. BJCP, why must you make this complicated? No. It, as a 9% beer, it does not fit in the IPA category. Because IPA maxes out at like 7 point something. Right. And so as a 9%, that alone pushes it into a separate category. It has to be separate category. So this you, is certainly hop forward. Well, yes. That's the first thing that I sense, and that's the main thing that I sense, which is the keynote of double IPA. So mm-hmm. would you call this imperial or double IPA? Mm-hmm. It's interchangeable. It says imperial on the opinion, bottle, so I'm going to call it imperial. I would yeah. call this imperial. I would too, because I don't think it's in my book. I don't think it'd be hoppy enough to be what I think would be called a double IPA. I get yeah. lots of hops. I get, I get I, lots of hops too, I, but it's maybe IPA level. Honestly, this tastes, I would even say it's on the low side of IPA. Yeah, hop character. I disagree with that, and that's the trouble with with pale ale and IPA and double IPAs because over the years our tastes have changed, our perceptions have changed. And what was once considered an award-winning IPA is now a, you know, a mediocre pale ale. Well, and I, honestly, and Friday would be the first person to chime in with this and say, commercial brewers could care less about BJCP. Well, true. yes, this is true. And, Very true. And you know, really, just some tasting it again, I, it tastes more and more like a pale ale to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. It's not like hop fist. You know, Black fist. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't get hops like smacking me in the face with this. It's mm. pretty smooth. Yeah, mm. that's pretty good beer though. And, and going back to how I thought Imperial went meant more alcohol, you know, I don't get a lot of alcohol out of no, this I, at all. Yeah. You know, like um, I said, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Super smooth, um, not any heat to it. Um, this this beer specifically, tasting this right now, mm-hmm. this would be my argument for Imperial versus Double. Okay. Because I've had, quote-unquote, Double IPAs where it's like, dry your mouth out, hops out the wazoo. Okay. This is pretty subdued hop-wise to me, but it's still 9%. Yeah. Go back in time and serve this to uh, 2007 yourself. And you would be bowled over with hops. Yes. You wouldn't Wait, even. Probably. You wouldn't even drink it. I'll be. Probably. I'll be right back. Whoa! <laughs> Think back. <laughs> no, Travis, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you there. <laughs> but I'm saying your perceptions have changed. Well, I know that. For sure. I'm back. For sure. I I, I totally agree with that. But still, <laughs> the hop character in this is not what I would assume to be double IPA. However, the alcohol content being 9% would make me think Imperial IPA. That's that's just my stance on it. So this this would make you think Imperial? Yeah. Cuz it's it's regular IPA level hops. It's not double to me. It's regular IPA level hops with more alcohol. So that's Imperial. Okay. In my mind, in my mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Anyways, back to the beer. Yeah. This is a pretty oh, good we beer. We are talking about the beer. Well, I mean, it's specifically. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's pretty good. The, yeah. The yeah. mosaic character isn't so much to make 
it revolting to me. It's not okay. it's not as there as what community did with their mosaic yeah. IPA. Yeah. But I still like the community IPA mosaic, but is I've that one of the ones that we had for the uh I don't for an episode? So. We had something that was an IPA that had mosaic in it. I don't know. It's around the mead time. Anyway. That was a while ago. Yeah. I've slept since then. Well, uh, let's go ahead and try the, the other victory that we brought. I mean, yeah. if we've got nothing else to say about yeah. this one, uh, it's a good beer. I would recommend it. I'm kind of glad I bought a growler of it. Um, but I'd like to compare it to one that's not Imperial. Well, now that you bought a growler, you need to drink it pretty quickly. I know. Now that we opened it. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. it'll be okay. Gone. Yeah, I am glad that we have a side-by-side comparison from the same company. Mm-hmm. Now, this one is not the same recipe. It's a double IPA that's... Uh, brewed with whole flower, Citra, Chinook, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. I like that they delineated that they do use whole cone hops on this. Um, not not everyone always does. And uh, there's some debate as to what kind of difference that makes. Um, I know with home brewing, whenever you use whole cone hops, they uh, soak up more wort than uh, pellet hops. Right. So you have to take that into account. Okay. But a lot of people say that you get a fresher flavor um, a fresher presence from whole cone hops and even more so from wet hops. But that's really, really difficult to do unless you have hops growing in your backyard and you pluck them and then toss them right in. Well, plus, you, there's no way to, uh, as a as a home brewer and a home grower of hops, to know what the alpha acid is of those hops. Yeah. So most people on the home brewing side will say, use pellet hops to bitter and brew with and then use your homegrown whole cone hops to dry hop with oh yeah because you're gonna so, get a lot of lovely yeah. lovely uh but you know dry hopping is not really adding any bitterness so you don't have to know what the alpha acid is <laughs> yeah okay so, so this was, one is the double anyway, yeah it's, uh, I have a different recipe is 8.7 percent so very close to okay. the imperial version but uh completely different arrangement of hops but it is from the same company so we'll see what we get i have floaties do you really yeah you also it, got the bottom of the bottle. Oh. It may be dry hopped. Yeah. yeah I got, I got a it, well, you know, mine's really clear, though. Yeah, yeah it's super it's clear. pretty clear, yeah. Uh, would you say the same color as the other one? Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. less foam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I had a pretty rocking head on it for a while. Did you? Yeah. Mine's been pretty low the whole time. Uh, but I do get musty this time. I actually like this better. It's a little See, the easier. The aroma is similar. It's a little easier to drink for me. Yeah. It doesn't smell as fresh to me. Yeah. Uh, Granted, the one that reason. this one was from a bottle mm-hmm. that we brought from a store. Eddie was from or Eddie's was from a growler that he just got uh, pressure pressurized this morning, right? And is from a keg, so that one is more than likely quite fresher, quite fresher, quite fresher. Which is the freshest? The carbonation in this one is different. Um, I don't know if it's maybe because I center poured from the the uh, growler, uh, but it's. There throughout, not like the other one that was a little more still after you got past the foam, the head. This yeah. rem- this reminds me, um, <laughs> no, not what you're thinking. <laughs> this reminds me of like, like the way, like with how easy it is to drink. It reminds me of Bud Light with mosaic hops. What? Wow. And more alcohol. <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah. No, I don't know. So take a Bud Light and dry hop it. And that's what this is, basically. I guess. <laughs> see, I mean, there, it's interesting. It's the, it's the easiness of the of the drink is what I'm really getting. See, at. I okay. think it's drier than the other one. I don't think so. I think the other one's drier. Mm. I get a similar you know, hop f- 
profile. Not exactly the same, but there are there are some similarities. I think I think this one's a bit drier. This yeah. one has a at least on the finish, it's not quite as like resiny, drippy, syrupy, yeah, sweet mm-hmm. that I got from the first one. This one is a little more like dried grass or something or Maybe dried you said, leaves. You said citra? No, mos- yes. Wait, citra and mosaic. Yeah, citra yeah. mosaic. Uh, you also Simcoe. said flower. Well, they say whole flower. That's whole cone. Oh, okay. So it's like, not okay. pellet. It's not plugs. Okay. I was like, flowers? Yeah. Okay. Citrus Chinook Simcoe, which a lot of people uh, think Simcoe is the uh, cat pee mm-hmm. one, oh. and Mosaic. I thought Citra was similar to that. So it says four different hops? Uh, yes. Compared to two. Yeah, they only have um, two. So it, and I get musty out of this one. The, I think the hop character is definitely more complex. There's a lot more hop things going on. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, not as sweet. No. I think it's, like Travis said, not as sweet, and I think it's drier. Yeah, I get a very much of a, of a dry bitterness over the palate, yeah. especially on the finish. It lingers. Yeah. So would you call this double IPA more bitter than the Imperial one we just had? I would. Yes. yes. Oh, interesting. I would, too. I would. Yeah. Okay. So maybe at least Victory's perception of double versus Imperial of course, everybody's going to have their own opinion of it. Maybe victories is one over the other, or one that they're different. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to pick one that's your favorite. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, since we didn't do poundability on the other one, yeah, and I would just say, pick your favorite. My poundability like? rating. <laughs> I would just say, which one do you like better? I will not mind drinking the rest of this. Uh, the growler thing, thing jigger right there. So the are you drunk, Eddie? No, yeah, horrible with words. Uh, so the the ranch hop ranch. Yeah, I think I'd like the hop ranch, but it's a, it's a little more simpler uh, and a bit more straightforward, and not definitely not as dry as this one. Is it uh, the victory? Uh, what was it? This is the I don't even think I said the name. Oh, my dirt, this dirt is the wolf. dirt wolf. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dirt right. Wolf Double IPA. We're not going to have to insert that one later. <laughs> this is the Dirt D- Wolf this Double is the IPA. 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 <laughs> this is the Dirt Wolf Double IPA. Okay, guys. So that, um, that what do you think? Thank you, Travis. I'm going to have to cut that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of the fun. It's going to be all like... <laughs> <laughs> Just cut that out for a drop. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Eddie picked... <laughs> I, I, picked <laughs> I picked my growler. Eddie uh, picked uh, Hop Ranch. Hop Ranch. Yeah. Sawyer. I think I would pick the Dirt Wolf. Or Hop Ranch or Ranch? What does it say on the tag? It says Hop Ranch. It says Hop Ranch. Yeah. Hop Ranch is what they have on the website. Yeah, okay, that's right. And on Untapped. Sorry. It just says Ranch on the tag. I, I would say no, Dirt. it says Hop. It says Ranch. Victory Hop Ranch. I didn't read the line before that, okay? <laughs> so, All right, so I, Eddie's I, Hop Ranch, Sawyer is Dirt Wolf. Yeah, and I would, just because of how easy, I think it's easier to drink. Mm-hmm. Than the Hop Ranch. Okay. Interesting. Man. I think Travis. that... Travis? Yeah. Nah, Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, okay. like like we talked about at the beginning, drinkability is an important characteristic. Yeah. It should not be a heavy sipping beer. But, I mean, honestly, this is something that I would probably drink very slowly because yeah. it's mm-hmm. there's a lot happening. It is probably a low pound... I'd give it a poundability of three. I'm not going to go chugging one of these. Yeah, definitely right. not. So it, even though it's a good, it's a good beer. That one sentence that's the uh, in the BJCP guidelines is 
something that stuck out to me because I, I honestly, I don't think I've had a, an Imperial or double IPA that I would think, oh, yeah, this is, you know, quaffable. I could pound a few of these and, and still feel great. Well, right. and drinkable is a subjective term. True. What one person considers drinkable would not be. Granted, all of rating beers is well, sub- yeah. subjective. Well, yeah, that's true. So pick yeah. a favorite. <laughs> I enjoyed the growler one better, the uh, Hop Ranch. Okay. Yeah, I would say the same thing, especially considering the drinkability part that are in the guidelines. You know, I said the hop ranch was pretty smooth, and it was. You yeah. know, that would definitely have a higher poundability rating than the dirt, whatever. The dirt. Uh, dirt what? Dirt, dirt wolf. Dirt wolf. wolf. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say the hop ranch. Okay, cool. That's three to one. You lose. Sorry, Sawyer. Walk the plank. Whatever, that's cool. I mean, I, hop I, along. I, I'm I'm a leader, not a follower. Well, you led the wrong direction. That's okay. <laughs> Did you accidentally get it in your mouth? No, it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that one's more clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, that wasn't really relevant, but <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job, though. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a few more. All right, moving on from victory. To a more local brewery. I'm Rar. glad you asked. That, oh, thank you, Sawyer. Um, this is Rar and Sons Drothar from their To The series. So this is a limited release double IPA. Um, this one specifically, the the bottle says, Drothar is a breed of strong, rugged, and affectionate German wire-haired pointing Brit pointing dog bred for hunting in the late 19th century. This double IPA is dedicated to our very own brewery resident, Drotar Schnapps, a.k.a. Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> Mr. Wiggles. dollar <laughs> word for the day. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Our Drotar beer is IPA, is an IPA taken to the next level, also referred to as an Imperial IPA. Okay, Travis. This robust brew features fresh, crisp aromas combined with earthy notes of citrus, pine, and grapefruit. Assertive bitterness kicks in with every sip, giving an overwhelming hop experience like no other. Drotar is your new, loyal best friend. Mm. It's still a nice and now tasty (laughs) nod to brewing history. They're to the series. (laughs) It also says this on the wall. I actually didn't know this. TV? To the. Oh, like uh, like to here's, you. Here's to here's to, to the, to the, the. Got it, got cheers. It. So they're to the series. A toast and celebration is our salute and tribute to family, friendship, honor, loyalty, and love. Everything that is good in life and which has meaning. Our to the series is a limited edition release that is only available for short periods of time. These are very special ales celebrating over 165 years of raw brewing history and traditions. We celebrate this history and raise our glass to you. Cheers from the raw family. To the brotherhood. To the. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we should start out before we even drink this. Two lips. Well, okay, before we talk about well before we talk about drinking yeah. this. This is the end of March. Let's see. And Easter. Travis and I procured this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say how. Yes, we at will. the uh Cap and Hair Christmas party at it was actually like December 5th or something. It was early December. Yeah. First Saturday um, in December. And as far as I'm aware, I think <clears throat> RAR donated a couple of cases of different 
beers that they had to the Christmas party. I think that's what happened. I'm not. I'm not for sure. Yes. Yeah, because they had a case of their uh, smoked uh, pig lo- lager. Uh huh. And then they had a case of this also. Yeah. Did you just say smoked pig lager? <laughs> yeah, it was the one that had the. Uh, I think it was the Visionary series yeah. that had the. Uh, uh, so it smelled uh, like bacon. Ste- had the steampunk pig on the front smoking yeah. a cigar. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, so that was early December, <laughs> and it's been sitting in my fridge. It has been cold, been sitting in my fridge since then, so there's no telling how long it had sat in a warehouse or on a shelf somewhere before it got shown, It got brought to the Christmas party. If so, this was... It could be pretty dang old. If it was a one-off oh. batch, um, from what it's worth, uh, I remember checking into this to get our to get our cup from uh-huh. Trinity Tap House, which is no longer in existence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I checked into it on September 1st. Oh, wow. So that's when it was in a keg, okay. fresh. If this was from the same batch, then, yeah, it could be a little old. And as it doesn't hoppy ta- beers get old, hops fall off really quickly. It yeah. doesn't taste like so, it has. Well, in the aroma, I haven't tasted it yet. You should taste it. Thanks for jumping the gun on that one. Sorry. Oh, we cheers. Here. We to thee. I didn't to thee. To, to thee. To thee. Whoa, my glass is a lot murkier than yours. I got the bottom. Um, I got bottom. the top. It's, yeah, this is a little bit of an amber. Okay. Uh, um, but the amber. aroma... I get a lot of uh, caramely notes, a little bit of alcohol. I get root beer. I get a lot of caramely notes, a little bit of alcohol, some earthy floral hops maybe, Mm -hmm. but nothing Mm. citrusy like the bottle said. No, I I agree with you. Because the bottle said um, earthy notes, okay, of citrus, pine, and grapefruit. I don't get citrus, pine, or grapefruit. I I actually do get a little grapefruit. Just And the aroma? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say it's fallen off quite a bit from when I had it on tap in September. Okay, yeah. so there is a big difference between what we have now and what it was. You really think so? Did yes. you taste it, Travis? Well, I did. I'm okay. glad you've had it before because this would be, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was more pungent the last time I had it. I've never had this before. Throw that the out there. bitterness yeah. level still there, but I don't get pine, citrus, no. or grapefruit. Yeah, I guess it has fallen off. Yeah, you're right, Travis. Yeah, because I'm getting a lot of like caramel sweetness in both the aroma mm-hmm. and the flavor. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that bitter to me. It is dry, but it's not as bitter as the the, the two victories that we had. Mm-hmm. I, I get um, plenty of bitterness. Uh, yeah, you can feel it, but it's definitely not hoppy in its flavor. Okay, on my tongue, I feel a little bit of bitterness, but. You know, when that's I'm, where you feel bitterness. Yeah, I know, I know. I I understand <laughs> that, but I, I meant like the aftertaste on the tongue. I feel I, I get, it on my elbow. The bitterness. My big toes got some bitterness going on. Black fist. <laughs> uh, I still think it's a good beer. It, no, yeah, it still tastes yeah, good. It's, it's a good not beer. A, I wouldn't call it a double IPA. Yeah, in its current state. Is there a production date or anything on there? No, I couldn't find one. Okay. I, I looked. I, you saw me troll yeah, that bottle around. It does say 9.2% alcohol, 85 <laughs> IBU, and then 2015. That's I, all it says. Yeah, I bet this is from, it was just like a one-off batch. Okay. And then they bottled well, some, they I, kegged some. It does say limited release, but have they done this like a certain time of year every year? That kind of limited release, or they only did a one-off batch? The uh, the time we got the glass was the first time I'd ever heard about it. Okay. Yeah, so that would have been September 2015. Um, and I have not seen it since. Their 2D series is, it's their Bomber series. And so they don't have two things in Bombers at once. It's, you know, we have this for, I think it's almost monthly now. Because well, they have a lot of different things that go into that now. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, uh, Rara, if you're listening, <laughs> you should come on the show. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, but, tell us about uh, it. Let us let us know if this is uh, going to come out again because I would be very very interested to very very very. Are y'all drunk? No, oh. I would be very interested to taste it fresh because I did not get to go to that glass night that Travis was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that glass night was cool. <laughs> I yeah. should have brought that glass. <clears throat> yeah. And and this is certainly something that our listeners need to be aware of. If you are drinking a hop forward beer, then the fresher the better. Because hops fall Definitely. off very quickly. Um I, I the one time I had Pliny the Elder, which is I mean listed on the commercial, but it's very difficult to get unless you live in California or you have connections. Um on the bottle, all the way around the uh the label, it says do not sell this. Do not put it in your fridge. It's like drink now, drink now, drink uh, now. Okay. Because they know hops drop off. Yeah. No matter yeah. what you do, no matter how you keep it, even if it's in the fridge, it's just a, it's a volatile compound that disappears pretty quickly. Yeah. I just got a potato chip flavor, like finish. There's a drop. <laughs> I just got a potato chip. <laughs> no, seriously. Drink it and think, mm. think like you just... Put a mouthful of potato chips. I'm going to pound the rest of this, <laughs> give you a score, and then think of that. All right. I, don't, I, I was it, expecting to be like... <laughs> <laughs> you have to chew the potato chips first. I, I don't get oh. that. I, I don't get that at all. I don't know. I just... <laughs> Poundability? Oh, yes. Four. Poundability. Uh, I'd say potato chip? Four. No. <laughs> I would say two. In its current state? Yes. I put it at five. It's not as, uh, well, I guess since the hops have dropped off, there's not too many conflicting flavors that yeah. would uh, cause me to pound any less than the other ones. I mean, it's just a dry, sweet, malty, This is the driest one we've beer. had. <laughs> this is the driest one we've had, I think, in my opinion. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact that you said malty means that, you know, this... Yeah. Yeah. If this were judged in the category, which, I'm, like you said, Fredo would say that that commercial brewers don't give a crap about BJCP. If this were judged in that category, it would not do well because right. all the hops have dropped off, and it's more malt forward now than it was in uh, September. And would you say easily drinkable? <laughs> Easier drinkable than the first two we had. Yes. The bitterness level is still pretty high, though. Yeah. Uh, as far as the aftertaste, the bitterness is definitely the highest uh, out of yeah. the ones we've had. Uh, but while you're drinking, it, it's actually I, I get a lot of sweetness out of it. Not not too much multi sweetness, but it, it is a good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this old bottle when we have a lot of fresher ones sitting in the fridge. So a lot. So what's next? Yeah, let's move on. What is next, Sawyer? I don't know what is next. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> what's next? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Because uh, I did ask. Well, I think I, everybody asked. Yeah, I, I think I might have been last to ask, but I'm glad I asked. <laughs> I asked too. This is uh, from Great Divide Brewing. This is the Hercules. Hercules, 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 Hercules. Oh, this is the Hercules Double IPA. This is a 10% ABV. Oh, that's the highest so far. Mm. This is one mm. pint, six fluid ounces, 650 nice. milliliters. Ooh, that's the highest so far. Out of Denver, Colorado, established in 1994. Mile high. Highest so far. the highest so far. It says Hercules <laughs> double. You, yep. That's a double meaning. <laughs> Kids ask your parents. Hercules double IPA. It is not for the faint of heart. It is, however, fit for the gods. 
Hercules delivers a huge amount of hops from start to finish. Its hefty backbone of nutty, malty sweetness balances its aggressive hop profile at 85 IPUs. This What's is, an IPU? I, I, did I say IPU? IPU? I'm sorry. I said IPU. IBU. There we go. International Pittering Unit. <laughs> Pitter now, this has won some awards. <clears throat> it's gotten a gold medal at the Australian International Beer Awards of 2007. A silver medal at the Austra- Australian International Beer Awards of 2008. And World's 50 Best International Beer Challenge 2006. And it also has a food pairing. Suggested food pairings. Beef short ribs. Cassoulet. Garlicky braised greens. This is very specific. (laughs) And some kind of apple tart. Mm. Cool. Let's open it up. a strange bottle i was gonna say something oh yes <laughs> i did in fact get this from the kroger marketplace oh jeez, good okay. for you sawyer thank yeah. you i was just shopping there one day i was like i want to see if i have a beer here that i can pick up we don't know how old this is it says when it was bottled which was 2015 the day of the month was 22 and the month is labeled pr oh hercules hercules hercules, hercules. so i don't know what month is <laughs> pr might be Parch. Do you know that movie? February. I don't think so. Pre December. What? No yeah, movie? that's uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, <clears throat> Hank, don't tell me. No, it's when he, he's the big. He plays all the characters sitting around the table. Yeah. Nutty Professor. Oh, there you yeah. Go. I was about to say. Yep. <laughs> See, if you would ask that at my wedding, I would have known that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew the other ones. You yeah. were playing dumb. Well, Courtney knew all of those ones. Whoa. Yeah. She's good at that. She does that to me, too, all the time. She's like, what movie is that from? I'm like, I don't know. This one is a little bit darker than the other ones. Uh, the yes. other ones that I've had have been like a Well, the, the draw color was color. lower. I, have, or I, mean I darker. thought that the, the, the last one was about the same color. Yeah, the draw yeah. tower was about well, the same I got the bottom of the bottle, so mine was murky. Mine, yeah, mine is got, murky. I've got a lot of I've got uh, floaties. floaties. Yeah, me too. Okay. Me so too. yeah, this one's like a... a, a uh, orangish well, copper. You know, it's funny though. The floaties are not really moving very much. It's like almost they're in uh, suspension. No, <laughs> I was going to say motor oil, but thank you. Oh. That's weird. Uh, I wouldn't say motor oil. Black fist. Holy cr- Do we know what kind of hops they use? That's a lot of floaties. I tried to look it up. Their website is down. <clears throat> Let me look on the bottles. I got an error five oh five oh four. Government warning. Oh no, that's not it. Um, I still get a lot of malty character in the aroma. Yeah, I get some malt in that. Uh, caramel. Yeah, caramel, lots of but, caramel. But more, more of a sweeter hop. Uh, something not not as um, citrusy. Yeah. See, they made it a point to detail in their description about the nutty malty sweetness, which in I, this I, makes sense in this style. That should be the the last thing you, you know, get. Yeah, because we even specifically talked about the other ingredients in the grain bill. Yeah, it I, should not muddy the the character at all, so the hops come through. So on the bottle, I know that it does say O two twenty fifteen. I bet the O two is the month. Oh, it says O two. Yeah, I thought it said PR. Mm-mm. Well, it does say PR. PR two two. No, that's an O two. Do you guys need oh, the younger gosh, guy to check? Blind. Give me the bottle. It's really small. He's holding it two inches from his face. 
Is that an O2 or a 2 2? I'll give it to the uh, Mexican who can't read English. I can read. <laughs> I just can't speak it. Uh, that does look a 2 2. It is? Uh, okay, it kind of looks like an O2 for me. It's either 0 0 or 0 2 or 2 2 or. Well, if it's 0 2, then it was it would have been February of 2015. I'm going to go with that. Uh, well, the... I mean, uh, okay, so yes, they did mention the the multi-sweet character on the bottle. And that's what I'm getting. I don't get a whole lot of hop. This is very similar to the old draw tar we just had. You no, know, that, that is a 2-2. I disagree. I think this is more similar to the uh, hop ranch. I get multi-sweetness and a bitter dryness. Very dry, very bitter on the finish. Yes, I get For that. For me, it's the mouthfeel that's very similar. That's really kind of fisting its way out. <laughs> <laughs> Can we use that? <laughs> but the hop character, which is what should shine in a double IPA, has not been coming through on this one to me. But we ain't gonna curse because explicit box would did not click. <laughs> <laughs> this is, is definitely anybody... this is a definitely a twenty two. It's two 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 thousand fifteen. <sighs> okay. It was a 2-2? Two two? Yeah. So yeah, it was okay. the 22nd day of some month in 2015, but we don't know when. But well, yes, either way, does anybody was, get a no, whole lot of hop character? No, not at all. This is not what um, what the first two were that we know were fresh. This is very malty. Um, yeah. It does have a, a significant bitter flavor and uh, like mouthfeel on the finish. Well, So you know it was hoppy at one point. It does have a high... IB rating, but yeah, it's it also not, not too dry. Uh, it's it's a little dry. This must uh, have a longer expectancy date because mm-hmm. this is I didn't get this from Total Wine. Yeah, unless people don't go to Kroger Marketplace to buy double IPAs, their their beer selection <laughs> there is awesome. Their one off, they have a whole lot of one off series stuff up there. I found um, <clears throat> all the white people. The so, uh, St. Arnold's the one that you brought that one time just recently? Divine Reserve? Yeah, man. At Kroger. At Kroger. Okay. Whenever I walk into Legit Kroger, prop. I get stared down and the security guard follows me. Just go to the one in the colony <laughs> or Mansfield. So, the IBUs on this and the draw tar are exactly the same, 85. Yeah. They both have a multi backbone. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I, I these, think this one's more bitter. You think I, so? Yeah, I, I the dry. It's I think it's more dry. Uh, I think the bitterness mm. level is about the same. I don't. I I disagree. I get the same tongue well, feel that I got from uh, the Dirt Wolf. What the tongue feel? Uh, not so much the flavor, uh, but as far as the, but, the bitterness that like the residue that's left on my tongue. See, but that's what, that's what I get from the Hop Ranch. This is what I love and hate about IPAs. This is everybody gets something completely different. This is frustrating. <laughs> I, I feel like I I'm, I'm, may have just accidentally drank some like chemical because it's there's what? that residue on my tongue. Because you'll have that really. How do you know what that feels like? Because I've accidentally drank chemicals. Okay, <laughs> what kind of chemicals? Let's change the subject. Or then slightly cranked up bush. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this bell today? <laughs> it's on the fritz. <laughs> Brar. <laughs> I might give you the shorts later. <laughs> oh my god! It's great. 
great. It's, it's great. Not great. It's great. Charles great. Charles is going down over there. With the... Moving on. Poundability rating for this guy. Mm, I'm going to give it a four. I'm still a four. Yeah. yeah. I'd say, what did I say in the last one? Five? Four? Whatever. It's all the same. I'm going to stay at two. <laughs> I, I'd go with four. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't pound this. I can't pound IPAs. There's a lot going on. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like sitting around, a couple guys getting pounded. <laughs> Who was that? Kirk. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling in people from everybody. Kirk drop. Hey, great. there you go, Kirk. You're now a drop on the show. Yay. <laughs> so we got a uh, we got a couple more that I picked up from Chicago. Chicago. And, uh, cool. We'll go through them quickly, but wanted to be able to share some uh, not regional ones, but uh, national ones also. Not Texas. All right, well, let's get to it. Well, it was, uh, some of you might have heard I was in Chicago recently for my honeymoon. And when I was there, I picked up a few things. Honeymoon 1.0, right? Yes, the first one. All right. <laughs> the beautiful second city. one will be who knows where, who knows when. I think you said something about Hawaii. But as long as we you know, keep putting it off, then that means we're still in the honeymoon stage and things are good. Oh, there you go. And yeah, I still get it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. about the got beer. It, got it, got it. This is from uh, Goose Island. <laughs> <laughs> from Goose Island, which uh, is based out of Chicago. They have a brew pub and a, and a brewery, a brewery proper in Chicago. They got bought out by Anheuser-Busch in 2012, so several years ago. Okay. Um, so there are a lot of people that don't like them because of that, but they, when it comes to it, end of the day, it's beer is beer. Still yep. Good beer. If you like it, then drink it. If you don't like it, then <laughs> find something else. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I picked this up because we don't get it here. Okay. This is their Imperial IPA. It's called the Illinois. Wait, we get other Goose Island stuff here. We though. do. Okay, but we not do not one. get this one. Okay, their IPA. Right. Okay. Yeah, because there, there. I mean, there's several things the that deep Goose Island will send here because they're distributed by Anheuser Busch now. Right. But there are some small batch things that we don't get, and this is something I've never seen before. So cool. Okay, right. pick it up. It is the called the Illinois <laughs> Imperial IPA. It is a uh, it's labeled Imperial India Pale Ale, eight point four percent, and it says it is made with Calypso and Galaxy hops. Ooh, Ooh Galaxy! Wow. That's another one that's I used different. to remember. Yeah, so big hop flavors and complex citrus aroma built on a strong malt foundation. Oh wait, on the other side, Cascade and Chinook. Whoa! Did okay, you say so you had four. one that used uh, Falconer's Flight also? Yeah, that one's coming up next. That'll okay. be the, the last one. The Calypso and the uh, Chinook were in the Dirt Wolf, right? Or was it just Chinook that was in Dirt Wolf? Chinook was in Dirt Wolf. We have not had anything today that we know of that has Cascade, Calypso, or Galaxy. Okay, okay. So all those are fairly new. So in Untapped, there's the Illinois and the Illinois 2016. Do you this, know which one this is? This was bottled January 13 of this year. Okay, so I'm going to click so, the 2016. Yeah, it's about, oh, two, man. about two months old. Fairly fresh. Okay. I checked into the wrong one. Twelve ounce bottle. It's yeah. uh, my I, pour is a little hazy. Uh, yeah. Orange, uh, light orange. Mine's not hazy very much. It's almost clear. Okay. I have a lot of carbonation bubbles in mine, but I, I don't know that I'd call it hazy. Mine uh, is. No, no, it's hazy. Yeah, I don't get it's too much hazy. It's definitely darker, more like a amber, orangish. Mm. I get a, a malty aroma out of it. Yeah, I, I a do sweet too. Malty hop. <laughs> I want to think that I didn't rinse the drawthar out because the last two beers have been malty. Okay, I guess we'll have to rinse out of the, after this one. But yeah, I, I get that malty maltiness out of it. 
uh, the taste isn't too heavy as far as hops. It's it's manageable. Um, this tastes very similar to the Hercules. Really? Yeah. I don't. Know, I get a, more, a little bit more bitter out of it. I well, I would say the Hercules is more bitter, but the the malty sweetness and the the kind of subdued uh, hop character is still there. Let me ask your opinions on this. The more okay, so say you're drinking, you know, for a day. Okay, like you like you go just a day. Well, yeah, just humor me for a minute. Okay, okay. So let's say you go to like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a different kind of humor. Let, let, let's say you go to World of Beer, okay? Yeah. Meet up with some friends, have a few beers. But all you drink that entire time are double IPAs. Full pints? Yeah. Okay. Do you think that your palate starts to get to the point where you can't sense the bitterness from the hops? You know, there's something to that. Because something they talk about in the BJCP class and mm-hmm. judging is you can only do you know, so many beers in a flight or so many flights before you get palate fatigue. Okay. I agree. That's a real term. That's palate I think, fatigue. I think I'm there because honestly, this is tasting like Hacker Shore right now. What? What? Yeah. You think, well, okay. You no, think I'm everything being, tastes like Hacker Shore. No, I know, so but I'm being serious. I don't <laughs> taste the hops. Well, yeah, see, that's, that's weird. But after four yeah. beers, I don't, and the small samples that we've been drinking, I don't think that you well, would have. I've had a full pour or two. Yeah, he did. He did have some pretty. <laughs> I, I made sure of that. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, I'm just you know that's just kind of where I'm at right now. It's like it, this. This doesn't taste well, like I a, don't, a double IPA to me. Well, yeah, but I don't think I'm or hitting, an IPA. I don't think I'm hitting palate fatigue. I mean, I don't think I am either. But it's getting to the point where I can't taste the hops. Okay, chug this and then pour a little bit out of the growler. Okay, that we know for a fact that we had at the beginning and was, was fresh. very hoppy, very fresh. Nice. Beautiful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Boom. Travis, do you feel like you're getting palate fatigue? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, but I think that the order that we're drinking these beers is maybe uh, giving the illusion of that. Well, I just think these are overly malty. Which, okay, uh, honestly, would not be the first time I've had a, a double IPA and I thought it was overly malty. I think people try to put more malt in their double IPA to balance the extra hops, and it ends up working against them. You know what I would do? I would just put more corn sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Or just do your same recipe that you did for your IPA or pale ale and double your hop additions. And more corn sugar. That's all it takes. You know, I... But the bad... Sorry. The bad part about that, though, is you get so much bitterness... That it's undrinkable. So I think when you raise the IBUs, you have to raise the malts or else it's not going to be drinkable. And I think it kind of gets to the point where you've got so many malts in there to counterbalance all your hops that it just kind of, it's just ends up being balanced. So when you raise those things, should you not also try and raise the alcohol as well? Well, those are, it's, that's a separate. Well, no. I mean, sometimes it, it can it can affect the taste. Well, yes, the it can affect it can affect the taste. But when you're talking about balance, you're generally talking about malts versus hops. Mm, I don't know because you, we also talk about heat and the balance between flavor and heat. You well, know. for specific styles, like what uh, Russian Imperial Stout, we barley have, wine, mm, mead. 
Yeah, but I, mead is very sweet, though. You can't... Well, I know, but I'm saying the higher alcohol content beers, we haven't had anything over 10. Right, but this is a higher alcohol content beer. Wouldn't to an you, extent. I mean, well, it's not, I mean, it's not okay, like 12% but, like barley wine is. Well, no. But, I mean, what but... What is this one? The, well, yeah, what is this one? Uh, the Illinois from Goose Island. This is 84 yeah, it's not you that You know, high. so it's like most beers that we drink these days that are craft beer, you know, pale ale, IPA, whatever, Dunkelweiss, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Imperial Blonde. <laughs> no, because that, that one's really high. You know, we're talking about 5 to 6%. Yeah, and this one's roughly. only 8. This is 8. It's, it's not that three high. Three more points higher. Yeah, It's well, not that high. When, when, you're, when you don't drink as much as I do, <laughs> I don't drink very much. <laughs> It's gonna affect you, even well, if it is eight. Maybe you know that's that's why that's where I'm coming from. At least, Travis, you've been kind of quiet during this whole conversation because I'm of the opinion, and this is not a popular opinion, that there are some beer styles that should never be bottled. There are some things that, when you bottle it, it loses things. You know, by the time it gets bottled and and then it gets drank. For example, anything that's hop forward. If I were to brew a double IPA at home and then bottle it. Well, it takes two weeks to fully carbonate that. In that two weeks, it could lose an immense amount of its original hoppiness. Any yeah. of the volatiles, they could disappear. Yeah. A um, yeah, yeah that's a, true. an English mild, anything that should be like cask conditioned. If you bottle it, it's not the same. There are some beers that I don't think should be bottled, and double IPA honestly is one of them. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be just straight out of the keg in your glass and. That's it. And you, we've seen it with a lot of these. But is a, a brewery having to distribute? Well, that's a different story. You can't put everything in a keg. I can say that because I don't have a business to run yeah. right. serving beer. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not making money yeah. off of this. You know, if he was making money the, off of this, that'd be yeah. a different story. This, this, is, this is me just, just spitting words. No, I mean opinion. legally. Yeah. That I don't, yeah. I don't need this to uh, to pay my bills next month. Right? Yeah, you know. And now that I taste the one out of the uh, growler, still don't taste hops. Interesting. I I, I don't know. I just well, no, I, I'm not telling you you're not getting palate fatigue. No, I know. Very, I could be. Well I don't know. I I really don't know. I'm just saying I don't taste it. I, I taste the flavors of like the malts and stuff, but I don't taste the hops. That's the only thing I do not taste. Yeah, th- oh there's a lot of bitterness gosh. there to me. I, for this beer, I, I still well, get a I, lot of bitterness. I, I go back to my previous statement. I have yet to have a double or imperial IPA that did Uh-oh. not Uh-oh. have... Uh-oh. 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 I just opened the last bottle it's and... It's not it is... going over the top. It almost did. It scared me. But it's not. Okay, so as I Continue. was saying, I have yet to have a double or imperial IPA that did not have a higher malt content than its mm-hmm. regular IPA cousin. So, consider both of the victory beers that we had. Double slash imperial, whatever right. you want to call them. Victory's IPA's Hop Devil. Okay? Yeah. I've had <laughs> hundreds of Hop Devil because... The yeah, corner store have. put that on his bragging montage. Yeah, what? <laughs> so true. What? We're creating hundreds. We've had hundreds. Yeah. Of we are creating bragging doubles. montages. We're gonna we find are. all all the things that people brag about, and it'll be a montage. I like paradise seeds. Interesting. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> the only reason I say that is because the corner store down here, the uh, 
it's the initial thing. What the are, CVS? C, no, C and B or B and M or I don't remember what it was. C and M Grocery. A, B, C. Whatever one's on the corner. S and M. The only IPA Slappy they carry. Slappy Silly. Oh, my gosh. Three. The only IPA they carry is Hop Devil. And really? I would go in there like once a week and buy a six-pack. All of my regular bottles that I bottle out of are Hop Devil bottles because that's what I bought. Anyway, I've had a ton of those. And I think those are hoppier than both of these victory beers that we had today. Hmm. Interesting. We'll pour you the last one and I can talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I can't talk about it because you have the bottle. But I can say that it's a brown bottle and it came from Chicago, Illinois. Brown. That and my last, uh, the last beer, I, I give a another four as far as poundability. I'm kind of stuck on four. It's too much bitterness. Well, it's hard to pound yeah. hot forward beers. Yeah. So just what it is. All right, so this last one is a uh, it's a bomber, and I picked it up from Chicago. It's from a brewery I haven't heard of yet, Arcade Brewery, hmm. uh, based out of Chicago, Illinois. And this is called their Highly Evolved Imperial India Pale Ale. It's got a raptor on the front, a dinosaur. Nice. That caught my eye. I was like, oh, yes. And then uh, I read, it, read up on it and realized it was perfect for our podcast, so I picked it up. It says it's a Triassic Hopped. IPA. Triassic hopped? A Triassic hopped IPA. Wow. So I guess triple hops brewed. Triceratops. With Falconer's Flight. Alcohol, 9.0% by volume. It has handwritten Sharpie, batch number 18, that I can wipe off with my finger. Really? Yeah, so it's legit. (laughs) It's not inked. It's Sharpie. look like Sharpie? Yeah. Because I got black on my finger now. Whoa. Black fist. Black fist. Oh! <laughs> you owe me a beer. No, I don't. So, you have five, ten gallons out in the garage. I don't know how big five, Arcade Brewery is. <laughs> no, t- but this could be a very small batch, double IPA. Five or ten. Could there be fresh. Go. It's handwritten. Fresh. Um, I got the end of the bottle, so mine is... Mine's cloudy, too. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say because mine's murky and I guess mm. other people are... Uh, mine is a mercury. Uh, I, mercury. Mercury. Murky. I hope not because yeah. that would kill you. Yeah, would you kill would me. die. Pretty quick. <laughs> What's this uh, mercury? It's not murky. Bicycle. I, but I can't Bicycle. see through it. I can't see through it. Yeah, uh, that's so pretty dang murky. Yeah. Nice carbonation, though. Yeah. But, uh, Big yeah. head. Frothy head. I like this beer. Seriously. See, I, I, I get some hops in the aroma. It's not, it's not a, like... Overly hoppy. I get malty. I'm going to stand by my previous statement. What statement was that? Every single one of these double, and not just today, but every single double or imperial IPA (laughs) I've ever had has more of a malt backbone than a regular IPA. I would agree with this particular beer. Yes. No, I'm saying every single one. Mm. If you were to drink its regular IPA or even pale ale cousin, you're going to get more malt flavor. But emo. Flavor? Hey, what's your street cred for all these beers? <laughs> Zero. We're not going back to last week. Oh, man. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Trying to make street cred a thing. If I walk through the ghetto with a bottle of the Illinois India Pale Ale, I'm going to get my rear end rear end beat. I had to say that because... We're pounded. But we ain't going to curse because explicit box we did not click. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the new drop? Sorry. We did not check the explicit box. I can't delete you, Chris. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Never. Never. It's an oldie, but a goodie. 
<laughs> there Whoa. is something there is something to it and, and the f- very first beer we had was the hoppiest one and then ever since it's then the freshest. it's been going downhill you know i don't know how old this bottle is i'm gonna have to try the, i'm gonna have to try the growler again after this one okay so i, I think it will too i'm not saying any of these beers are bad no they're no, definitely no, no, drinkable no, no, no. oh yeah no, but no i no. would not call them ipas some of them, yeah, I agree with that. Some of them I would not call an IPA. Now, if you were to drink an English IPA, you get a lot more earthy, multi character, yeah, grassy hop aroma and flavor, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think the, a lot of these align to that. But like we talked about at the very beginning, whenever we were talking about the whole imperial double IPA thing, and I said, "Have you ever had an English double IPA?" It's not really a thing. When you think double IPA, you're thinking American double IPA. Even sure. all the hops that we've talked about are American hops. Sure, yeah. But there's so much malt backbone in all of these that the hops don't really come through. Yeah. Uh, now, the bitterness comes through. Well, The bitterness yes, still comes yes, through. Yes, maybe bitterness, but you can get bitterness from grain, too. Not like this, though. So. Astringency, dark, roasted. Well, okay, the way, okay, the way I see this bitterness is more citrus, more uh, like pine tree- when I say bitterness, citrus. I'm talking about a feeling yeah, in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I'm but, not talking about a flavor. No, no, I and I, I agree. It's just that that mm. really, it's not tart. It's not sour. It's just uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. it. It's it's dry and bitter. That's how you explain. Can, it. Yeah. <laughs> can I disagree yeah. for a minute? Absolutely, Absolutely. please. No, I, you're wrong. I I consider bitterness <laughs> as part of the flavor. For uh, in general, in general. Oh. Yeah, to I would say to an extent, bitterness is more mouthfeel. No, I disagree because mouthfeel. I think like thick or thin or in between. I really don't think bitter. But mouthfeel has so much more to do than that. It could be creamy. It could be astringent. It could be sour puckering. It thus, could be dry thus, bitterness. It right. could be thus contributing to the thin or thick mouthfeel. Well, yeah, but that's only one level of it. You got to think about secondary and tertiary levels. Well, yeah, but that that determines Ooh. what you're gonna. Uh, that determines what no. you're gonna think either thick, thin, or medium. He learned those words yesterday. Don't look at me like that. No, no five dollars. He's word got of a Webster's no. dictionary in front uh, of him. No, he just learned that yesterday. <laughs> look. That that's just what no I, that. that, that's just what I, I think though. You've earned no points. Bitterness and everyone in this room is now stupider for having listened to you. May I God have mercy on your soul. I done first That's a movie quote. Yes, it is loosely, but it's a movie quote. Well, it's a TV yeah. quote. It's a movie quote. Well, it's a movie quote. It is a movie. Adam Sandler. Well, yes. What movie? It's from Billy Madison. Yeah. Oh, I love Billy Madison. That's right. You are awarded zero points. Everyone in this room is now stupider, stupider for having listened to it. To what you just said. <laughs> I get oh, that. Oh, and okay. then you're awarded zero points, and may God have mercy in his soul. Okay. There we so go. as far as poundability, <laughs> I'm going to stay at four. I'm going to stay. The, these are all very low to me. I can, oh, yeah. Uh, the bitterness level's too too high. Just too high. I'm yeah. the crap out of it. No. <laughs> oh. I'm a point low from pounding the crap out of it. The reason to drink a bomber of this beer is to share. Eight, eight to ten percent is to get hammered. Yes, yes. I'm feeling. So, I would agree with that. I'm more feeling so great than the malt liquor. Malt liquor. <laughs> Beautiful. That's great timing. It really is. <laughs> so, uh, do we have a homebrew for this? Yeah, we've got a few recipes for double IPAs. Um, that's probably the style. Well, IPA and double IPA 
is a style that I've tried to make the most. Because every time I've made one, I've not been happy with it. I've always wanted more or a different flavor or a different aroma or something. It's, I've never, ever been happy with it. So I've made that one more than any other ones. Uh, double IP I've tried to make a few times. One was called Hop Hurricane that I just tossed a bunch of stuff in there. That was a long time ago. Mm. Uh, I bottled it. It turned out okay. It wasn't good at the beginning, and then it then it maybe had a two-week window where it was, it was pretty good, and then after that, it was just, eh, it was there. Okay. Um, I have plans to make another one. It'll be a small batch, for sure. Just because Double? the... Uh, or Imperial, or Extreme, or Extra, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Look. <laughs> but it Not will that. be... Uh, it will be one where I just dump a ton of mosaic hops in it. Ooh, I'm sure and I love like, that. And I name it Dispensary with the Pleasantries. What? I don't get it. What does mosaic have to do with pot? Yeah. Because... You know, uh, yes. Think about it. I agree. Dispensary, dank. Yeah. That's what I was going with. That, that really dank smell. That's, it does remind me of weed. I didn't want to mention it earlier. Yeah, well, actually, said I th- that before. I think the the common term is marijuana <laughs> pot. And if you have any questions about that, uh, please pot. refer to our sister <laughs> podcast, uh, Weed Styles. Pot Styles. Oh, sorry, I didn't forget. That was that's our our lawn mowing sister podcast, Weed Styles. We record exist. that one next, and we order pizza. <laughs> Hear about that story later. No, they started their happen. first episode but never finished it because they forgot. It's still freaking going. <laughs> so Anyway, on to the recipe. Here's a recipe, Travis. and this is uh, one of Gordon Strong's recipes from the Modern Homebrew Recipes book. It's a West Coast double IPA, so this is going to be all American hops, very citrusy, very piney. Which is not what we had today. How modern is that? Not at all. As modern as... I got this book this year. But when was the book written? I got it in December. Copyright 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so, that's pretty dang modern if you ask fresh. me. Yep. Yeah. You can smell. Smells yeah. Like book. It smells, it smells like paper. <laughs> and he based his recipe off the Firestone Walker double, uh, double unit oh, jack, okay. which we didn't have today. No, I wish we had. I think it's safe and important to mention that we did not have a single commercial example on the BJCP. Yeah, but we had some pretty dang good beer. Well, yeah, but (sighs) we already had that conversation. I don't think we had any IPs. Not on the air, but but yes, it was a good conversation. So his his grain bill is two-row, U.S. two-row, Pilsner malt, German and German Munich malt, and German Kara Red. So, as we talked about earlier, it's important to have a very simple grain bill. And he's got, uh, the majority of it is two-row and German Pilsner. The vast majority. And then he has a little, uh, you know, a touch of Munich and Care Red for Pilsner? flavor and color. Yes. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So, that's what he does. And, uh, oh, he, he notates that he wants the Care Red in the Vorloff stage. Okay. So, even then, you're not getting any of the... The dark, roasty flavors from a... Just color. Yeah, yeah, just color. And then come the hops. Holy crap. Oh, dang it. What? Uh, the Union Jack was at Cool Keg. I could have gotten that. Oh, fail. Man. <laughs> Continue, okay. Travis. So, Bitter. the hop 
if you are going to make one of these, you're going to spend a lot of money on hops. I'm just going to say that up front. You need to know that and you need to accept that because uh, this recipe calls for, let's see, two, three, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen ounces Dang. of hops total. Dang! Uh, oh my it, gosh! For, for other beers, what's the, the usually what you put, and then as far as hops, like maybe two yeah. ounces okay. total. Because well, just a, for, no, I've put in I'd three say, before. Well, yeah, but on on average, I'd say. Two to four. Yeah. yeah. So double is... Two to four hops. Literally not more than double. And his recipe has 15 ounces total. <laughs> start wow. to finish. Okay. Are they all mosaic? For, I mean, for a five... For, okay, so... Or, I guess a so, six-gallon batch. Let's just go through the timings. All right. He's got uh, two ounces at 60, one ounce at 15, one ounce at 15, two ounces at zero, two ounces at zero, and then everything else is dry hop. Two ounce dry hop, two ounce okay, dry hop, so two there's, ounce dry hop. Yeah. Without knowing alpha acids, that seems like a whole lot of flavoring hop and aroma hop. Oh, sure, yeah. And not a whole lot of bittering. You just have enough to get it started on the bittering, and then everything else is all flavors Maybe and hop bursted-ish? Could be. I know he, he's a big proponent of that. He uses uh, Warrior hops, Centennial hops, Cascade. Warrior and, has a high alpha. Yeah. Yeah, Warrior's like 15.5%. That's a pretty dang high so alpha. Obviously, that's his bitter. So, alpha. two ounces of alpha. I mean, wow. Two ounces of Warrior. Yep. Uh, that's a lot. Centennial Cascade, Amarillo, and Simcoe. Simcoe. All for aroma and flavors. I actually that's would really recipe. like to try yeah. that. I would really like to brew this. That's a lot of hops. I wonder I how much that would cost. Out of that book yet. If you would like all the numbers, it is in uh, Gordon Strong's book, Modern Homebrew Recipes. It's available off the Brewers Association website. And pick Amazon.com. It up. Well, or you can come to Brew Style Studio and uh, join us for the next podcast. Please, yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd love to have some. Write a review first. Write <laughs> <laughs> a review. We'll send you a shirt and invite you to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you our address and the well, shirt. Well, hey, thanks, Travis, no. for that no. awesome homebrew recipe. All right. Well, absolutely. Great episode. Hey, we need to make one. sure that we... Uh, oh, thank you. you I guess you, I'm doing the... Yeah, uh, you can tell us about what exit. we're doing next. Uh, but first, we would like to thank our listeners, especially to our newest listener, John, from TMP. Uh, yeah, he's listened to us. So, thank yeah. you. Thanks, John. He's the newest, but he's listened since episode three. Well, that's what he started with. You can start wherever okay. you want. You can start with episode one if you wanted to. You can start in the malt liquor episode. Malt liquor. Just don't expect every no. episode to be like that. Why? This is upside down. What in the... Okay, I think we're done. Thank you. All right. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the double IPA. Join us next week when we go for the gold and feature Belgian golden strong ales. Cheers till then.